This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Good morning and welcome to a Tuesday. Chris is out sick again today. Who do we have to fill in if one of us is missing? Hi there! How oh, are it's you? Nate Shillman. He's back! Hi! Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed! Yeah! Once again today! Doing double duty again today? Oh, sure! <laughs> I live here! Well, it's going to be interesting to see uh, if he's this bright-eyed and bushy-tailed by 3 o'clock this afternoon. Is my computer working? I don't know. Is this, 62 degrees is this, in downtown Boise, by the way, this morning as we get underway. And that's a shot up the middle, and that's going to be a oh. base hit. The Angels will score a run. Oh, wow. And the Angels will have runners yeah. at the corners. Hey, you remember the days when you were a contender? I huh. think I think they're still... Then we hired Derek. The wild, <laughs> you know, it, it kind of did co- coincide. Did they lose again? I haven't even checked. Did they lose again last night? Oh, yeah. I think they've lost like five of their last seven games. Mm. It's not good. Hey, did you, uh, who in your league, are you doing fantasy football this year? Oh, yeah. God. Oh, man. Who in your league drafted Aaron Rodgers? Um, I, I, I don't know who. I mean, he wasn't expected to be a top 10 quarterback anyway. I expected his reign to last more than 10 minutes. But here's the thing. He may not have been a top 10 quarterback. However, he was the quarterback based on what you saw last night with the defense Mm -hmm. and the offensive weapons that New York has that could lead them to the Super Bowl. I say could have. Well, I mean, anything's still possible. No. did Did you watch any of the game last night? I watched a little bit of it. Wilson is not going to lead the New York Jets to the Super Bowl unless all of a sudden he gets an injection of ability between now and the rest of the season because he was He's got not, ability. They won in spite. He has of Wilson a last night. now now now. No, they won in spite hold of on, Wilson. Hold on. Point of order, my friend. Point yes. of order. I'm sorry. Say that to me today. Dalvin Cook the lone setback. At the four-yard line, second down and goal. Zach Wilson drops back. Lob left for Garrett Wilson. One-handed catch. Oh, he's got it. That's a jet touchdown. Garrett Wilson with an unbelievable self-tip. The one-handed snag. And the Jets are a point after away from a tie. That was not Wilson. That was all Garrett Wilson. Who threw the ball? Um, really nobody, if you Shut look... Shut your mouth when I talk to you. If, when you look at Who the pass... The ball? The, the, it's amazing that Garrett Wilson caught that pass. It was not it was. a well-thrown ball. Here, here, take a listen to this. I have some audio for you, too. Um, listen, wait, 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 you're not the sports guy! Listen, listen to... This is the audio. You don't have this. This is exclusive audio. Last night, uh, reaction from Jets fans after Aaron Rodgers went down on the fourth play of the game. Protection breaks down and time runs out. Down goes Rodgers in the sack for Leonard Floyd. And now Rodgers sits down. A few plays into game one. He's coming out of the game. No! No! Stop. No! 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 
By the way, um, it's being reported that he has an Achilles tendon tear and will be out for the season after just four plays in his first game. How, this is weird to say, how happy are you if you're a Green Bay fan? You know what? I, I would hope, first of all, Green Bay fans are annoying. Okay, uh, honestly, I, I... We have a few in the building. Yes. One, Based on the ones we have in the building. It's, one it's, of them was laughing this morning. It's it's a shot. Was <laughs> Were they now? Yes, they were. It's like he, All he did is bitched and whined his way out of Green Bay. Four plays into the season, he's done. Is that the same guy that hurts himself bicycling? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So... <laughs> To, to wish that on anybody. No, he did, I didn't say he wished it. Hey, listen. <laughs> you don't take you don't take pride in you don't take any you shouldn't take any glee in anybody tearing their Achilles. No. I mean, Aaron Rodgers might be. He might be doing some mushrooms, but you, you don't take any glee in somebody losing their season. There's nothing to be proud of for that Packer Nation. You, no. No. Cheeseheads, be better. Be better, cheeseheads. Be good cheese. Don't be Limburger. Be good cheese. <laughs> so is it okay as a Seahawk fan, because he didn't get injured, that you root for your quarterback that used to be with you and, and left and signed a huge contract to do horribly? Be uh, listen to perform horribly. Yeah. that's fine. Okay, so I was I was fine, fine rooting yes. against Russell Wilson yes. all last year because yes. he didn't get injured. So you, I was I was okay. You always root for your ex to like you know trip and fall or stumble <laughs> or something like that. I mean, he, that, that's he, a rumor. You hope they you hope they I get never, fat no. or something. They that, grow chin hair that's or something. A rumor. Yes, you, you you hope for that. You don't hope that bodily harm comes to them. That's that's overboard. That's overboard. How much is he making this year? Uh, enough to not care. $25 million to play. Let's see, four divided by $25 million. What's that come out to? I'll tear my own Achilles if I it means I get five mil. Wouldn't you? <laughs> Please. Uh, yeah. I get out of bed and I pull a muscle. This guy did it on an NFL playing field. I mean, I feel bad for him, but I do. I do too, and and unfortunately, snuggle up to his man. Mommy. Jets, could you be more snake bit if you are the New York Jets? I mean, here you have. Based I on- think the Bills felt. I think the Bills felt. Down goes Rogers. First drive of the game. You're like, oh, we got this. You're you're leading going into uh, what? Going into halftime. Mm-hmm. You got the game. Oh yeah, you're yeah, feeling it, pretty good. You see, like- you see how how Wilson is playing, and you go, oh. Um, we he's he's not going to lead. Oh, them we got. Let's win. just do sports now. Let's just let's just do sports right now. Go ahead. All it. right. Uh, this update we got to get our sponsor in. Yeah, brought to you yeah. by Chef Wally. Brought to you uh, by Pork Belly and Cuna, where Him Chef too. Wally is uh, sitting there <laughs> making breakfast right now, getting you ready here in about forty-five minutes for the opening, making all his food from scratch, and as he said, with love. Here's in, the good into pork belly. Here's the good part. Uh, Porkbelly.com. Here's the here's the good thing about Aaron Rodgers going down. Finally, I get to stop hearing about him. They covered him more than and more than was necessary. Aaron Rodgers is coming to New York City, and who cares? <laughs> who cares? Here's a question for you. We know so far, Scott, is this that the X-rays were negative, but that doesn't mean that there's not a more severe injury. More severe. 
What are you and talking about? He's in a boot is a bad sign. The fact he's been ruled out is a bad sign. The fact he's as old as he is is a bad sign. Wow. There's a lot of bad signs. There. A lot of bad signs. Well, let's make it worse. The Achilles injury is the one that everybody worries about. There were doctors that saw the play that think they saw his calf reverberate on the play. How about we... <clears throat> Have you ever had your calf reverberate before? Oh, I've had both of them. Oh, yeah. I've Have you torn your... you really I've, torn your I've, Achilles I've, No, I, I haven't torn my Achilles. I have pulled my, uh, my, my, uh, my calf muscles. Painful? Oh. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't wish that on an enemy. How about this, ABC? Why don't we go with what the doctors who see Aaron Rodgers actually see rather than what they watch on television? Because the fact that someone's muscles reverberate while playing a game isn't news. You know what is news? The fact that you and so many other people, Mike Casper, said, all right, we're going to kick off. Overtime's about to happen. <laughs> oh my I'm god, this is so fr- true. I'm gonna go hit the fridge. I'm gonna go hit the I'm gonna go hit the, the John for a second. I got plenty of time. I got plenty of time. What could happen? What could nothing? Nothing. Low snap. And getting away a line drive kick is Sam Martin. Gibson runs under it at the jet 35. Starts to his left. Gets to the 40. Turns the corner at the 45 50. Blockers in front. At the 40. At the Bills 30. Inside the 20. Stutter steps. Do you watch Hard Knocks at all? No. So the Jets were Hard Knocks this year. Okay. And Aaron Rodgers? Huh. Uh, wow, what a coincidence. No, thing. Aaron Rodgers didn't play in preseason, so there wasn't a lot of Aaron Rodgers in Hard Knocks. What I'm, you mean to tell me they didn't cover him at all? No, they covered him, but okay. there wasn't a lot to cover of him because he didn't do anything other than in practice. Um, I was, I was going to mention, how many teams do you know in the NFL, and you do follow the NFL, yeah. keep one undrafted free agent wide receiver on their active roster, let alone two? Mm-hmm. One of the undrafted free agent wide receivers that they kept was a guy who scored the touchdown last night, which is kind of a cool story. I'm not d- Stephen F. Austin. I'm not done with highlights. Just, just one oh, more. Oh, there's hi- more highlights. More, more highlights, yeah. It's going to go down probably as a base hit, but just a Oh, God. Down. And here's Shonawell lining one into center field, and that's going to drop in and bring in Phillips. So the Angels have an 8-5 lead. They, oh, they were playing the Mariners. They, they beat the Mariners last night. Everybody has lately. I mean, after a fantastic best league August, they can't seem to win in September. I do have a question for you. I'm so glad I'm here today. Question for you. (laughs) Would you have rather lost the game last night but kept your quarterback or won the game and lost your quarterback? Mmm. Mmm. No, you win the game. You think I would rather have lost the game and kept Aaron Rodgers? You win the game. You win the game. You win the game. Who cares who the quarterback is? Next man up. <laughs> Next man up. Well, we'll find out if Kyle Wilson can improve from game one. Gabe- listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back up Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> no, we should not. Uh, we, were, we were just talking off air that apparently people still have not learned that you, you don't use 9-11 in your advertising. You don't joke about 9-11. People um, still take it very seriously. DraftKings, big betting 
website yesterday had to take down one of their bets. They called it the Never Forget Bet because you had two New York teams playing. Um, and, man, the outrage uh, was swift and harsh, and uh, the Never Forget Bet didn't stay up very long. Ooh, somebody wasn't thinking. Speaking of boners, the uh, White House yesterday. Did you did you see <laughs> their tweet yesterday? No. National Security Council spokesperson uh, Adrian Watson applauded Saudi Arabia yesterday mm. for committing tens of billions of dollars towards the Partnership for Global Infrastructure. Mm. Which I mean, okay. Look at a calendar. Yep, and not only that, but the tweet came out. Literally minutes mm. after the first tower came down 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. Posting mm. on 9-11 and tw- or 20 minutes after the first tower fell, one user wrote, just incredible timing. Yeah, but Alaska time, it was probably fine. <sighs> well, the president was, because he was, you know, after he was, that's, that's where they landed after his nap from Vietnam. How, how does somebody not overseeing what's going on in tweets that are put out go we don't want to applaud saudi arabia on the day that we commemorate towers falling because of saudi arabians political conspiracy theory they don't want him in the office they want somebody they want the democrats want a different democrat in the office they don't necessarily want harris they just want somebody Somebody who's not joe they're tired is that true? A, I, truly a conspiracy theory, though, based on polling, right? It's not. I mean, conspiracy theory is like stuff that is way out there. Based on polling, a majority of Democrats don't want him running. So does that is that mean people within his own administration? You're like, okay, what can we do to make him look stupid? It's almost like the same people that were in charge of the Seattle Mariners are now in charge of the White House. <sighs> Is that two, Derek? Do I get I get points for two? That's two. That's where, two. Where are the Guardians at this That's year? Two. That's two. Oh, you know what? You, you you bring that up. Hold on. I'm, I'm glad you bring that up. I was actually rooting for the Giants last night. Two and one to count to Wade. The pitch is lined up the middle, and it's going to be a base hit. Straw made the dive, and it went by him. Sable streaking home. He scores the winning run, and the Giants. Have walked it off against the Guardians. Good. <laughs> I know you hate the Guardians. Good. Love the Indians. Can't stand the Guardians. <sighs> KBI News Time, 627. Podcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 6.33, Chris Walton is uh, out today. Nate Shellman filling in. If you want to be a part of the show, phone lines open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you're going to email, email Mike at KBOI.com or Nate at KBOI.com with Chris being uh, out today. Get Te- better. Text number, uh, at this point, today and yesterday is just uh, basically training for you for Saturday, isn't it? Why do you hurt me? Early kickoff. Why um, do you hurt me? Coming up. Nate will be on the air even earlier than That's he not is a, for the wait, show. You're, you're giving him credit for a burn on that? That's just... <laughs> that, that wasn't a burn. That was just burn? stating facts. That was just 
Stating facts, you'll be on at 5 a.m. this five Saturday morning. A freaking M. 5 a.m. to take on some Boise State pregame to take on the, the mighty North Dakota. Who gives a. <laughs> By the way, um, if you want to, you can listen to Nate to start off the broadcast day getting ready for the. North Dakota Boise State game, uh-huh. and uh, then you can grab your free tickets that you won from KBOI and Both of us. go to the game. Yeah, yes. So all this week we are giving away uh, tickets to the uh, game this coming weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, we have more tickets than anybody else. First of all, and all you have to do is know our text number two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Be ready to text broncos that's it just the the word broncos when you hear the cue don't do it now you don't go in some people start texting already right now before the cue to text we don't count that you will not be in on the grand prize drawing it's deleted yes so be listening in the eight o'clock hour sometime in the eight o'clock hour today don't beg you will hear the cue to text don't beg don't don't text in the don't don't text in the 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 word broncos and then tell us your sob story Mm, yeah doesn't of how many nuns you saved in the burning bus that one time and, and, and all that stuff. I want to take my dear sainted... Uh, we don't care. No. I mean, we do, but, but it, it doesn't be, help your chances. It wouldn't be fair to everybody else. Yeah. So be ready. Once again, 8 o'clock hour, we will give you your chance at uh, texting and win the uh, tickets. You'll have tickets this afternoon also. I- I'll tell you right now, yours is at 8.03. Dude! Why not? Now Tell- people just have to, they, okay, I'm done for the next, I'm no, just tuning not. in at 8.03. Who says we don't have other stuff to give away between now and then? Well, that's true. Mine's at 5.03. 5.03? Yeah. 8.03 today. Yeah. More free tickets than anybody else. Think about that. Between between now and then, we're going to give you so much more information on a whole bunch of things, okay? All kinds of stuff. Other prizes to give away. You know what? You never know. So somebody might give away WWE uh, tickets just like that. You never know. What? You get WWE tickets to give away too? Son of a beasting. You know what? Go ahead. Text WWE right now. No joke. Text WWE right now to 208-336-3700. How often do you reward the 6 o'clock club? Not very often. The 6 o'clock club needs to be rewarded. You're giving up a pair of your WWE? I'm giving up a pair of my WWE tickets. Okay, this almost, Nate never is this giving. No, because no, you're normally going to steal them anyway, so I just might as well give them to you. 208 336 3700, text WWE. How do you spell that? You can tell some people know what they're doing because some people have the, the last WE lowercase. <laughs> newbies uh all right go ahead look at right there we're paying you off if you're an early morning listener and you love the wwe do not text Text nwo text that right now 208-336-3700 drive home live and local with nate shellman this afternoon at three it's a great guy now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi 643, once again, if you're just tuning in, doesn't happen very often, but Nate Shellman has been a giver this morning and taken a pair of his WWE tickets that he was due to give away on his show. Mine. Mine. I didn't even have to steal these tickets. He actually did this on his own. There it is. I mean, there it is. Borrow. I didn't have to borrow. There it is. He admitted it. 
Um, you have until 7 o'clock if you're listening right now. All right, we're cutting this off at 7 a.m. Text the word WWE, or I guess those are initials. Text the initials WWE. <laughs> or or we. 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 Don't. Somebody tell Biden it's a, it's it's an acronym. <laughs> I was watching the we. Uh, uh, we are we are going to give some audio of his uh, Vietnam press conference. Uh, I I don't understand why people think he he sounds old. By the way, that WWE Super Show is this Sunday, four p.m. Extra Mile Arena. Nobody's going to be doing anything at Sunday, right? This is way better, bigger than NFL football. Oh, well, I mean, it's just a scripted. <laughs> wow another uh, we're not even an hour into the show and he's already hit on two conspiracy theories <clears> this morning <throat> two already and counting we got we got over three more hours of the show left how can we get more people to watch uh the nfl uh aaron Rodgers? yeah injure yeah, him yeah put, put him out injure him year. injure him but they'll still win <laughs> Uh, so once again, 208-336-3700. Text WWE right now. You have 16 minutes to get it into us, and we'll pick one at random from everybody who has texted in this morning. You have to spell WWE correctly, by the way, to be in for consideration. Put it in uppercase. Let's uh, get a check on what's going on uh, sports this morning. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna, opening up in 15 minutes. Don't forget, every day, seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Check out the menu before you head on out there. Go to theporkbellyidaho.com. One of the stars of Saturday's game was Marco Notarini, the, the, the guy, constant pressure mm-hmm. for Boise State on defense. Bob Beeler had a chance to uh, give us more about Marco Notarini. Marco Notriani had six tackles against UCF, including two for loss. One of those stops was on a fourth down play, and the other a sack that forced UCF to kick a field goal. Coach Avalos on his young linebacker. He got into rhythm, and, and he was uh, really reacting to his keys well and made some plays in the alley, one-on-one tackles in the alley against some speed. I mean, that team that we played last week had elite speed, you know, at the skill positions. Um, and so it was awesome to see Marco make some plays in the open field space. Notriani was hurt last year and is seeing plenty of playing time this season. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Now hold on a second. I did prep for this. I I prepped for this, this spot, this sports, and just to prove that I am not losing my mind. Lateral to Harvey. He wants to throw it, and he's going to be sacked back at the 30-yard line. Notarini again. Okay. Notarini with a huge sack back to the 30. It was going to be a running back, halfback option, and it never developed. <laughs> so somewhere between so Saturday and today. Now we're completely confused on how to really pronounce it. We'll just call him Marco. Okay. There we go. KBY News Time, 646. Your home of the Broncos for 50 years. 670 KBOI. Boise. 93.1 KBOI FM. New Plymouth. News Talk. KBOI. From ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un now in Russia for an expected meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin. ABC News Chief Global Affairs Correspondent Martha Raddatz reports discussions could begin in a couple of days. After a lengthy train ride in that so-called luxury armored train, Kim is set to be welcomed by Vladimir Putin, possibly in Vladivostok where the two men met in 2019. 
This meeting is different. Putin hoping Kim will provide much-needed artillery shells and other munitions for Russia's fight in Ukraine, which is depleting Putin's stockpiles. The death toll from the Moroccan earthquake now stands at more than 2,900, with thousands more injured. Many are still sleeping outside since their homes are either destroyed or too dangerous to go inside. The death toll from massive flooding in Libya estimated to be at least 3,000 following two dam collapses in the northeastern part of the country. 10,000 people are still reported missing. After having been sued by the Department of Justice, ABC's Derek Dennis reports that Google is headed to trial today. The search engine accessed by some 8.5 billion users daily, handling an estimated 99,000 queries per second, is accused of stifling competition and creating an online monopoly. Google is uh, accused basically of, of buying its way out of competition. Uh, the allegation is that it made a bunch of deals with mainly with Apple to uh, prevent other search engines from getting a foothold and, and challenging it. Columbia law professor Tim Wu says a win for Google at trial will mean business as usual. A loss, he says, will allow for more search engine options from competitors. The trial is expected to stretch into next year. Lawyers for former President Donald Trump have asked the federal judge presiding over the January 6th case to recuse herself, saying Tanya Chutkin's previous statements about the January 6th Capitol riot call into question whether she can be fair in the case. You're listening to ABC News. The show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Once again, Chris is out. Nate filling in uh, again today. Probably use a dark beer for something. <laughs> uh, we got a, a light beer. Message from Ron in Meridian. I think he's being sarcastic. He says, welcome again, Nate. Enjoy your day. He, 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 he. I'm a big fan of Green Bay. I have no problem with Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers. He made the wrong decision, in my opinion. I was watching the game to see how Aaron would do. As always, go Broncos and go Pack. It's Ron and Meridian. <laughs> it was the he 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 part that I think is, uh, he was being sarcastic. That's about. a cheesehead thing. <laughs> Way to be likable. <laughs> it's 11 minutes after 7, 61 degrees in downtown Boise, Um Yes. If you're on Eagle Road right now, how fast are you going? Did anybody achieve high score on Eagle Road this morning in the seven in the six or seven o'clock hour? Glad you brought that up. Anybody hit fifty five miles an hour? How often do you drive Eagle Road? As little as possible. I, I lived just off Eagle Road. I also drove Eagle Road. I would look for other ways not to drive Eagle Road when I lived there. I don't live there now, so I hardly ever drive it anymore. However... I book an hour every time I need to go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, if, if I'm going to the village and the movie starts at uh, 6, I leave at 5. We're going to talk about this uh, through the mor- this morning, but um, I'm glad you brought that up. Because if you're traveling Eagle Road right now, I'd like to know how fast you are going. You're traveling Eagle Road... Go ahead, text us. No, I'm kidding. Call us. If somebody else is in the car, give the phone to them. How fast are you going? What is the fastest you have gone on Eagle Road since you've been driving to work this morning? Most of the people I see on Eagle are stopped anyway. The reason we're bringing this up because there is a uh, growing fight, and this has been going on for a little while, between the Idaho Transportation Department and the city of Meridian. city of Meridian does not want eagle road to be 55 miles per hour anymore however they don't control eagle road because it's the idaho transportation department's mm-hmm. responsibility 
because Eagle Road is Highway 55. Now, according to studies, the ITD says that speed is not the predominant contributing factor for crashes. They are in order, according to this study. Idiots. Follow, well, that, that would also be in there. Following too close, distracted driving, like texting and driving, uh-huh. or impairment, drunk or on drugs. Those are the three biggest factors for crashes on Eagle Road. Idiots. Jeremy, are you on Eagle Road right now? Uh, I just turned on the state. So okay, so when you were traveling down Eagle Road, what is the fastest that you went was able that you were able to go this morning? Uh, able to go? Yeah, the fastest you were able to go. Not not allowed. Of the fifty, it's fifty five miles an hour. What's the fastest you could get going without crashing? Fifty eight. You were able to go fifty. Okay. And how long have you been on Eagle Road this morning? Well, so uh, northbound. From Chinden, Eagle Road, so it almost doesn't count. So you just go down the hill. Yeah, yeah. I, I just go down the hill. I coast down the hill. And then, All right, uh, but you got up to fifty-eight it, miles per hour, which, by the way, is illegal. I understand. I understand. I am very normal. But by the a, way, seven a.m. Uh, five mile an hour driver, but you guys pushed me. You said, <laughs> you said top four. No, no, no. We hold on, quite, hold on, my I friend. Didn't go, I didn't quite want to go sixty. Uh, that just felt a little too like you know. Uh, it, it's not like we have the gauge. Sixty with what was crazy, but fifty-eight was okay. Your current speed. Right. Here's what your current speed is. When they put those things up, you're asking for me to just step on it. That's all you're asking to do. When, when you get the fake blue and red, you know. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Well, that's high score. That's high score. Jeremy, uh, do you travel? Do you travel Eagle Road often? Uh, regularly. Do you? Um, during the yeah. daytime, uh, what's the average you would say that you're able to travel <laughs> from between seven a.m. and and six p.m.? Uh, oh man, on my particular stretch, forty-five. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, forty-five to fifty, just kind of you know. So if they lower it ten miles an hour, you're going. Thirty-five, forty, or getting tickets on a regular basis, or getting tickets on a regular basis. I I just had a conversation with uh, my boss about this earlier. He's he's a big proponent of getting it slowed down. I quit your job. You don't need to work for like that. (laughs) Yeah, we're in transition. Jeremy, thanks for the call. Thanks for the input. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. Uh, we'll talk more about this uh, today and your thoughts on whether or not Eagle Road should be slowed down. We'll get to more of that right now. It's time for another check on sports. Once again, brought to you by Pork Belly in CUNA, the place to go. They're open, as is the coffee drive through Get into Pork Belly in downtown CUNA. Last night, Monday Night Football. Low snap. And getting away a line drive kick is Sam Martin. Gibson runs under it at the Jet 35. Starts to his left, gets to the 40, turns the corner, at the 45, 50, blockers in front, at the 40, at the Bills 30, inside the 20, stutter steps, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown, it's a jet touchdown, this game is over. Now, if you had Aaron Rodgers on your fantasy football team, <laughs> ouch, that was my his, Achilles, that was, too soon. Really? Too soon. Really? It, it's been since last night. Michael Casper, too soon. 
Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Just go stand in the corner and find Jesus. (laughs) KBOI News Time, 716. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, 734. Right about now is when it gets a little busier out there on uh, roads going as people go to work. Eagle Road, how fast are you going? What's the fact right now? If you are driving on Eagle Road right now, how fast are you going? Is it stop and go? Is this the time of the morning where it's stop and go? Is, is anybody doing 55? There's is, f- anyone. There's a fight going on now uh, between the City of Meridian and the Idaho Transportation Department. City of Meridian just wants everything on Eagle Road down to 25, maybe 35. Right now it's 55 miles an hour. However, how often can you go 55 miles per hour? 2, 3, 4 a.m.? Yeah. I've been on Eagle Road 10 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Ride a bike. It's been 15 miles per hour trying to get down that stupid road on the weekend oh Oh, on the weekend i used to live just off eagle road and i would go around eagle road even though i was literally a hundred yards off eagle road nightmare on the weekend the only time i can hit 55 on eagle is during toy drive when i'm coming from the hotel to the (laughs) at at what time in the morning at uh uh uh-huh 4 a.m yeah same thing, because I used oh. to drive, living over there, I used to drive down, not one car on the road, 50 miles, five miles down an hour. I don't want to see that go away just because, for some reason, the city of Meridian thinks that the speed limit should only be 25 or 35 miles per hour, which it already is. No, city of Meridian wants to keep it. City of Meridian wants to keep the speed limit at 55. Then, IT- I, then I'm, I, ITD wants... ITD wants to lower it. Okay, I read that wrong then. Yeah. ITD wants to lower it. Everybody else wants to lower it except Meridian. Meridian wants to keep it keep it where it is. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. How fast are you going right now as you drive down? Or if somebody's, don't text us. Don't text us if you're driving. This isn't a challenge, by the way. We're yeah. not asking you to, to, to start weaving and, and going in and out like, like, it's a, like it's Firebird. We don't need Ron reporting on you in traffic no. because uh, the, you thought this was a challenge. That's not what this is. If there's people in the way, don't aim for them. 208-336-3700. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nate, once again, filling in for Chris today, 742. Uh, Scott, you just got off Eagle Road this morning, traveling. How fast is the fastest you went on Eagle Road as you were traveling? Uh, Just over 50. And I only hit two lights, one at the hospital and one at the mall. And I went from McMillan all the way to 84. So at 7.30, 7.40-ish, which is usually one of the busier times of day, people traveling to work, you are able to get up to 50 miles per hour. Yeah, and what I find entertaining is I moved here a year ago to, to Idaho, and everybody told me to stay away from Eagle Road, but I checked traffic getting on if I go down and get on at 84, and it's usually faster for me to go out to Eagle and down. And I don't have a slowdown when I get on 84 from Eagle, but I do at Meridian. So getting to Boise uh, downtown for work, it's 
faster to go down Eagle Road probably 70% of the time for me. Wow. Interesting. Thanks for the call, Scott. Uh, Greg, you're on Eagle Road right now? Uh, I just pulled off at of Eagle Road. I got on at Overland at about 7.05, got off at State about 7.14. Oh, wow, you were flying. Yeah, 53, 54. Um, I mean, he's wanted right now. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the only problem is up there by the hospital in 84. After you get off past Franklin and going down, uh, until you hit that stupid village light, that thing will trip every time you go I through Fairview mm. 5, and that sucker trips for one guy to turn. Yeah. And about every third day, that happens to me. Other than that, I usually sail pretty good on Eagle Road at that time of the morning. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate the call. Uh, text message in. I hit 60 miles per hour this morning. Granted, that was at 4 a.m. on my way to work. We are not advocating breaking the speed limit. <laughs> Other than that, I never drive on that road. That's interesting. We've had, what, three calls now that uh-huh. have traveled f- during the 7 a.m. hour at more than 50 miles per hour. Nobody, nobody will answer this question in the 8 o'clock hour. Nobody. It'll even be worse in the 9 o'clock hour. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can email us if you like, mike at kboi.com, nate at kboi.com. Time for a final check on what's going on with sports this morning. Once again, brought to you by our good friends at Pork Belly in downtown CUNA. You're looking for a delicious breakfast? Try the chicken fried steak. Maybe oh. the best you have ever, ever tried. It's at Pork Belly exclusively. Jonah Dalmas hit a personal best officially, a 56 Yard field goal against UCF on Saturday. Bob Beeler has more. Dalmas has made 59 of 66 field goals in his Bronco career. Only one prior to Saturday was over 50 yards. Coach Avalos said Dalmas was ready because of practice. Practice execution equals game day reality. And we showed a clip of him kicking a field goal from roughly the same spot in practice. And it's what he did in the game. When you practice a certain way, when you're intentional, and your focus is the way it is throughout the course of a practice when it comes time to make a play in a game when your number gets called. Uh, more times than not, you're going to be ready to roll. Dalmas needs eight more field goals to tie Kyle Bratzman's school career record of 67. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.51, it is 62 degrees in downtown Boise. Once again, Nate Shellman filling in uh, for Chris Walton, who's feeling under the weather. Hopefully he'll be back tomorrow Mm -hmm. For for Nate's sake. Yeah. No matter what happens, you have three of the f- six days this week where you have to get up an old dark 30. Uh, don't forget, pregame, uh, we have an early kickoff for the game against North Dakota, who, by the way, is 2-0. and 5 a.m. 5 a.m. this coming Saturday. Bronco game day starts at 5 a.m. Now, if you'd like to go to the game, you don't have to get up at 5 a.m. You can lay in bed listening to Nate Shellman, if you would like, and then get up a little bit later... <laughs> And go to the game. We have a chance for you to get your free tickets coming up here after 8 o'clock. Another chance to text and win this morning. Sounds weird when you say that because I don't say that to you. (laughs) I was listening to you and Chris when I was in bed this morning. (laughs) 
No, just don't tell me where. Just, just say you were listening. That's all I need to know. I, I was listening to you while I was in the shower. Getting soapy. Nate and I were in bed together. No! Okay. No! Um, Jim from Eagle writes in, email Mike at KBY.com. You guys are a part of the cover-up. It isn't Eagle Road. It's Evil Road. Some people, th- I, I've thought that it's Evil Road before. And we were just thinking because we've talked to three people so far this morning. Four people, if you can say, well, he was, he was in the four o'clock hour. That was hour. 4 a.m. Yeah. yeah. Three people who have traveled at over 50 miles an hour in the 7 o'clock hour. What's going to be interesting, we're going to talk again about this later this morning and mm-hmm. see what it's like in the 9 o'clock hour. How fast are you traveling in the 9 o'clock hour? Is it, is it better or worse? You would think it would be better after 9 because more people would be at work, right? There are times when I think I can, I can hit 55 between Franklin and Fairview. But it's but it's just a short stretch. Yeah, well, and that was one of the people who were traveling from um, Chinden to State Street, just down the hill. And he said it was no problem. There wasn't very much traffic, and you know a lot of people turn off there on on Chinden before they go down the hill mm-hmm. anyway. So I, I get that. Uh, the interesting th- part about this proposal is ITD is suggesting that they put up signs proposing forty five mile per hour safe speed signs on Eagle Road. Now, what would this do? Would that make the speed limit 45? Nope. Speed limit would still be 55. There would just be signs that says safe speed is 45 miles per hour. Wait, wait. So I can go 55, but you're telling me to go 45. Mm-hmm. And you won't, if you're going 55, you won't get a ticket even though the safe speed sign says 45. What mom came up with this idea? <laughs> this is, this is, this is, this is a mom idea. <laughs> This is, I hear my mother, uh, you know, you, you, just because the sign says you can go, that doesn't mean you have to. This is the same lady that would do 40 through a school zone. Mm-hmm. And I was walking in it. According to studies by the Idaho Transportation Department, speed is not the predominant contributing factor for crashes. Following morons. too close, distracted driving, impairment, those are all, you're right, those are all morons. Morons. That's not speed. We have too many idiots. On Eagle Road, there were four deaths from 2017 to 2021. That's not a lot for the amount of people that travel that road. There were more than 2,000 crashes. <laughs> Jeez, Mike. <laughs> That's, it's not. You know how many people travel Eagle Road every day? Every day. 57,000 vehicles drive on Eagle Road every day, and from 2017 to 2021, there were four deaths during that time. Okay. Okay. And those four deaths were not caused by excessive rate of speed. Texting. According to the Idaho Transportation Department. Yeah. One thing we haven't asked, and we will ask right now if you want to email us if you would like, call us up. Do you want to see a slower speed on Eagle Road? Are you one of those people who would like it dropped to, pick a number, 35? No. Okay. I agree. I 100% agree with you. No to your idea. 208. No, not even 45. Not even 45. Shut up and stay on your Taylor Swift phone. Shut up. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. uh, (laughs) 1-800-529-5264. You can email us, Nate at KBOI. Chris is out today. Or Mike at KBOI.com. You can also text us. Don't forget that text number coming up after 8. You're going to get that cue to text to win Bronco tickets. You'll text the word Broncos. You'll have an hour to do it. Coming up next hour, somebody is going to get those tickets for this Saturday's game against North Dakota.
Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Now, now you text. Wow. Apparently people do want to go see the Broncos take on North Dakota. The game's over by two. You got the whole rest of your day to go live your life. Even Nate Shellman has the whole rest of the day to go live his life. God, I don't like you this week. <laughs> I do not like you this week. Um, you just heard the cue to text, so if you want those tickets, text right now, Broncos, 208-336-3700. You will have until 9 o'clock today to text. It is Bronco Tuesday. We'll be talking tennis. Bob Beeler will be with us here in uh, just about 25 minutes. Nice. Um Coming up a little bit later, we will continue to talk about the speed limits. Keep those uh, emails uh, coming in. Email Nate at KBY.com. Mike at KBY.com. Don't text Broncos while you're driving. Don't text us while you're driving. That's, Period. That's don't, one don't of the top text anybody. three accidents. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about this, and I know you talked about it uh, a little bit on your show yesterday, um, but it, this is this is something. We've been talking about this for the last year. Polling coming out on Joe Biden uh, about... Even Democrats, a majority of Democrats, don't want him to run as president because they think he's too old. Well, that's the main reason. It's it's not it's not his age so much; it's his behavior. I mean, there are people just as old as Joe Biden who are not who are who who have it. They got it right. They're in control. But it, don't you think it's age? Sure, related. I mean, oh, just yeah, yeah. you can look back four years ago, and when he was campaigning, he's he's not giving speeches like he did in Vietnam over the weekend. Take a listen to this. By the way, <laughs> this sorry. is this is see you've already heard this. I'm sorry. These th- this is a montage of different things from uh Biden's speech in Vietnam over the weekend um when he was traveling to the G20 summit. Now, this is edited, but these are uh all from the speech. These aren't made up from a whole bunch of different This is all from one speech. Take a listen to this. See if you can make it. You know, there's that one of my staff members said, remember the famous song, you know, good morning, Vietnam. Well, good evening, Vietnam. I'm just following my orders here. Uh, staff, is there anybody haven't spoken to? Uh, no, I ain't calling on you. Now it's just going to come to fruition in the G20 is making sure that we build a railroad all the way across the African continent. Think about it. The Indian looks at John Wayne and points to the Union so says, he's a lion dog-faced pony soldier. Well, there's a lot of lion dog-faced pony soldiers out there about, about global warming. He may have a game plan. He just hasn't shared it with me. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. We talked about making sure that the third world, the, uh, excuse me, third world, the, uh, the, the, uh, the southern hemisphere had access to change. It had access. We, it wasn't confrontational at all. You thank, thank you, everybody. This ends thank, the press thank conference. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. I, want, I want to play the actual end of the press conference because it is pretty funny. You know, when you run out of time uh, on speeches in some instances. At the you Oscars. Get, yeah, you get, you get played off with music. Here it is. But not anymore. All of a sudden, we all realize it. it's a problem. And there's nothing like seeing the light. For and uh, I see. I'm just following my orders here. Uh, 
Right? Staff, is there anybody haven't spoken to yeah, that? That was. Now, I ain't calling on you. I'm calling. I said I have five questions. Anita, VOA. Um, wow. I mean, that. How long of dead air did he have there, trying to gather himself? You know what? Okay, I'll I'll, I'll try this part. I'm sure it's an exhausting job. I'm sure the travel. I'm sure. The tra- I mean, yeah. The, 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 the demands and all that. I am 100% certain that that is an, an, an exhausting... I'm tired now, Mike. And you you haven't traveled. Right. But, I mean, everyone's been tired. We, we've we all had that moment. And, and his, you know, you're tired, I'm tired. People listening to us right now have probably been up all night and they still have to go to work. And if they have an off day, they're not on camera. They're not on TV. They're, you know, no no one sees it. So he has a very he has the most public job there is. Here's the thing, it but wow. It, it once again, you stated this in the six o'clock hour this morning. Conspiracy theory. If I, you are part of his entourage and you know he's tired, do not I, trot him out. Don't trot him out there. Because it does nothing but so are they doing it on purpose? I here, by the way, I just want to, I, I played the wrong cut there. This is the cut where he gets played off the stage. The, uh, the, the, uh, the Southern Hemisphere had access to change. It had access. We, it wasn't confrontational at all. He came with thank, thank you, everybody. This is the count. Press conference. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Right in the middle of his answer. That's it, people. Drive safely. Try the veal. We appreciate you coming. That's what our producers do to us when we've gone over time. Exactly. That's what. That's what. So Sophie's done that to me. Somebody like, break now. Why do you trot him out? You know he's tired. You know there's probably jet lag going on. Sure. He's eighty years old. You you know he's. I mean, could you make high? Very little. I can make excuses speech. to a point. Yeah, it, very little of that speech. It's right. You can't even understand it. So why was he talking to anyone? And he refused to take any questions from the press. So why, why even be out there for a press conference? Unless, unless here comes conspiracy. Theory. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I every once in a while I have some leftover tinfoil, and yeah, I like my yeah. headwear. Unless they're looking for a reason to not just we need to get Gavin in here. What do we do? Put. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he's not he's not firing on all cylinders. He's not firing on all cylinders. That's we gotta, it, ladies and gentlemen. It's all the time we have for No more questions. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk. KBOI. 8.23, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, 208-888-4128 for all your real estate needs. $50 gift certificate, Costa Vida, up for grabs today. Scott is going to get the first crack at our question today. Scott, we all know that Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, but it hasn't always been that way. As a matter of fact, not even one of the first, second, or third locations to be our capital. Our question today is, how many total times has another city besides Washington, D.C. 
served as our nation's capital in the past 247 years. Just looking for total times. That would be eight. That is not correct. Ooh. That is not correct. Ooh. Keep keep trying. 208-336-3700. Tom, how many total times has another city besides Washington, D.C. served as our nation's capital in the past 247 years? Nine. That would be nine, yes! Oh, God. Uh, I, Scott, um, where you mess, messed up is there are eight official cities. But one of those cities has served as our nation's capital twice. The city of Philadelphia did it two times. So eight cities, but nine different times that another city has served as our capital besides Washington, D.C. And then they got booed out of Philadelphia. <laughs> They're just rude there. They're, yeah. City of Brotherly Love is not the city of Brotherly they Love. They booed Santa. Probably booed the Capitol at the time. Sure they did. Well Con- done. Congratulations, Tom. You got a $50 gift certificate. Coast of Vida, hold on the line. We'll get some info from you. We've got Coast of Vida to give away all week. We're not done with our giveaways right now. We are smack dab in the middle of trying to give somebody a uh, pair of free tickets to Boise State, North Dakota, Saturday. All you have to do, you've got about another... Saturday morning. 25, 35 minutes. 10 a.m. kick. Yes. Five, when, when does the uh, pregame start? Five. Five a.m. Freaking yeah. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you got about another 35 minutes. If you haven't texted yet, time to text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700. One person at random will be chosen uh, right at 9 o'clock to get the tickets. Once again, if you want to see the Broncos, absolutely free take on uh, North Dakota. Stick around. We'll take a break. News at the bottom of the hour. When we come back... It's Bronco Tuesday, and it's actually Bronco Tuesday on Tuesday where we talk about the other Olympic sports at Boise State University. Bob Beeler will be with us, and today we're going to be talking tennis. Stick around. This is Bronco Tuesday, where we discuss the Olympic sports at Boise State. Now, here's Mike Casper, Chris Walton, and the voice of the Broncos, Bob Beeler, on your flagship for the Broncos, News Talk. KBOI. Chris is uh, under the weather, so he is out today. It will just be myself and Bob Beeler. And it, let me see. It is Tuesday. It is Bronco Tuesday. And we're actually talking about the other Olympic sports on a Tuesday. And today. we're bringing on the fending Mountain West Conference champs in men's tennis. They won it last year. Luke Shields in his second season. Star at Boise State. Now star coach. Luke, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. What can you do for an encore? You know, you, you guys you guys did it great this first year. Repeat? Yeah, that's always the goal. And, you know, I think we have more depth on this team than we've had in 10-plus years. Um, our schedule is the best schedule we've probably had in 10-plus years as well. So, so hopefully we can uh, capitalize, stay healthy, uh, keep getting better here in the fall. And, uh, and yeah, go, and, and go after it. So I'm really excited about this team, a good young group, and, and uh, they, they've come back with a ton of energy, so I'm excited. You guys really seemed to build last year. At what point in last season did you think, you know what, we might be able to win the conference championship? <laughs> well, it was a slow start, to be honest. The first month was was actually really challenging. Uh, sometimes you have to tear things down before you build it up, and that teardown was, 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 
was difficult on on a lot of people, but but uh, but I, our guys slowly bought in, and and our, you know that that's where I really like this fall period because it's the it's where you lay the foundation and and it's it's where you do all the hard work and and um our, our you know I I I noticed our team really come together at the end of the fall. I thought it could be a special team. We we added four more guys um, in January. There's a little bit of a learning curve with that group, but um, I, I knew we had a, a special team and good buy-in right away. Guys, guys, guys are were hungry um, to to you know we hadn't won a conference championship in about eight years, and so th- I could tell they were hungry and they just they they need some good discipline and guidance, and they they needed uh you know we th- they needed a really strong uh, fall uh, camp, and so. I was really happy with what we were able to do uh, last fall. We were actually the most improved uh, Division One team based on uh, IT, our ITA ranking and UTR rating. And so it, there's a lot of improvement, a lot of development, and we, we hope to, to do the same this year. Um, Coach, I want to get uh, some context on a statement you just made here just at the beginning. You said this is the best schedule. Now, when I hear that, I think, okay, best schedule, that means easy. You get to play some easy teams. What do you mean by best schedule? Well, I actually mean difficult schedule. Okay. <laughs> as far as uh, we, we play 15 uh, Power 5 programs this year. We play 13 teams in the top 50 in the country. And so it's, 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 a, it's a strong schedule. But you know, I I really believe Warriors become Warriors and Warwick. We got to play the best to be the best, and so, so yeah, it took a while to to build the schedule up, and with with some of the success we had last year, it helped helped us build the schedule up, and so we're really looking forward to to playing some great teams this year, and you know, the the fall period is is obviously just uh, for for uh, it's more individual based, and it's for our guys to gain some experience and get prepped for the season. But but we start we start our dual match season uh, starting in January. So when you talk about the schedule and how many Power 5 teams that you're going to be playing this year, uh, are you under the belief that when you play a tougher schedule, um, it helps you out during the season? Playing that tougher schedule, even though you may take a couple of losses instead of playing an easier schedule and having a better record? Yeah, it's it's better for development. When you play better players, better teams, your level raises, you know, you, you train harder, you work harder for that. And, and so, uh, yeah, I'm really excited, uh, excited, but also, you know, we, we also have to prepare the right way or you get humbled. And we, we, we talk about that all the time, like go tumble ourselves in practice so we don't get humbled in matches. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're pushing each other in practice and we're, we've been having some uh, quality practices lately. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I, we're, we're playing a, uh, a, a really, really difficult schedule this year and and that could go one of two ways right it could it can make you or break you and so that's that's why we're we're pushing to have a great fall here we're talking men's tennis today on bronco tuesday joining us is head coach luke shields luke you've got the dar walters classic that you guys are hosting this weekend tell us a little bit about that and how people can watch yeah for sure so it's a it's a unique tournament it's the fall is mainly individual-based uh, uh, tournaments, but this one's unique where they'll partner up with a teammate and they'll play a doubles match. And then uh, then to be followed will be two singles matches. And if you win two of the three, you advance as a team. And so it's a, it's a unique format. It's kind of a Dave, Davis Cup format. And uh, but but yeah, we're we're starting at 9 a.m. on on Friday. We'll we'll have two rounds on Friday, 9 a.m. and a 2 p.m. start. We'll have a, a couple different teams in, in that one, 
And then on Saturday, we'll we'll have a start at 9 a.m. And on Sunday, I start at, at 9 a.m. as well. And so there'll be four four rounds of this competition. There'll be a compass compass draw, so there'll be 16 16 uh, teams competing. If you if you win, you advance. If you, if you lose, there's uh, you, you can still play in the uh, consolation bracket. But uh, but yeah, it's 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 more of an opportunity to get our guys in front of some fans and uh and, and on this campus and getting used to this competition so uh yeah this is our first tournament we're hosting in the fall we're, we're going to host another tournament the general patent uh invite which is uh october 20th through 22nd so we, we get to host two two tournaments here this fall and this all takes place at appleton courts yes this tournament will be at appleton tennis center and and uh weather looks great and so we have teams uh utah state will be here at university of idaho uh, Idaho State, we have uh, Weber State, and and uh, and one one other team, and so it's it's a it'll be a, a good level tournament, a good opportunity for some of our younger guys to showcase their skill sets. We always on the second segment talk with one of the student athletes, and today we're going to meet Idris Hadouche. What can you tell us about him? Well, Idris is has a lot of heart. He he clenched our our match last year in the finals of the conference championship and just played really inspired tennis and he's come back a lot stronger this fall. Um he and and uh, he he looks really prime, looks hungry and and so he he's going to be playing this weekend and he he just plays with a ton of passion. He he really represents uh what we're all about and just has a lot of fun on the court as well and so so yeah, he's a really special talent that we have on our campus. Coach Luke Shields, thanks for taking a few minutes with us uh, this morning. Good luck in the uh, coming season, and I'm sure we'll talk to you uh, again before the end of the year. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on board. KBY News Time 844, as you just heard, uh, when we come back. We're talking tennis today. Idris Hadouche, a member of the team, he'll be with us, and we'll talk to him next year on Bronco Tuesday. Now. Back to Bronco Tuesday on your flagship for the Broncos, News Talk, KBOI. 846, and once again, it is Bronco Tuesday. Uh, under the weather, Chris Walton is today, so it's just me. And also, once again, Bob Beeler with us. We're uh, talking the other sports, and one of those sports is tennis today. And they are the defending Mountain West champs, and we're pleased to welcome sophomore Idris Hadouche to the program. Idris is from Antwerp, Belgium. Uh, Edris, thanks for joining us this morning. Hi, thank you, thank you. How are you guys doing? We are doing good, but probably not as well as you did on the Mountain West Championship Day. Coach said you were the one that clinched the championship, so that meant, I guess, you got the players jumping on you on the dog pile. So, what was yeah. that like getting the uh, winning point for the championship? Yeah, um, during the third set, I uh, coach told me that. Uh, that uh, it was up to my match, so I was pretty nervous. And, um, yeah, I managed to win it, and, and the emotions were pretty high. So, yeah, it was a really, really happy moment. So what did you learn playing as a freshman last year, your first year in collegiate tennis? Uh, especially playing for something bigger than yourself. Uh, before college, I was playing juniors and only for myself. And and playing for other teammates gives you a boost and and, and makes you work harder and play for them. Idris, I, I want to ask you uh, a little bit. Antwerp, Belgium, not yeah. really a hotbed of recruiting for Boise State. What what made you, you the decision to come, I mean, halfway across the world here to Boise, Idaho? Uh, to be honest, especially the main thing was Coach Luke and uh, the history of Boise State. 
um, they have a big history and and yeah that that was the main reason for me to come here um, and yeah I really like it here and, and I like coaches uh, vision and coaches goals so I hope in the next few years we can do big things Idris uh, tell us a little bit about yourself you grew up in Belgium what else do you like what do you study what's it like being in America playing tennis and going to school uh, so yeah, I was I was born in Belgium. Uh, played tennis my whole life um, at a, at a really high level, and then I chose to to choose the college tennis path. So my goal is still to become a pro tennis player, um, but with a different path. And um, yeah, uh, I study now business here. I'm a sophomore here, and I hope to finish these years really strong and then make a run in the ATP tour, hopefully. I know um, you said you're you're studying uh, business and your plans are to be a professional tennis player. Um, beyond that, as, as far as studying business, and I, and I know you're only a sophomore, um, what would you see yourself uh, doing after tennis? To be honest, I really need to think about it because my mind has only been on tennis. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important to think what to do after tennis, but I still don't know yet. Idris, My main goal is to is to become a pro tennis player. So, Idris, how do you get better this year? You had a good season as a freshman last year. What when you finished the season and you said, you know what, this is what I want to work on most. What did you have on your list? Uh, so uh, this year is a bit different because um, I came in spring, so I didn't really have had a. I, re- I, I didn't have a fall. Um, so this fall is mainly about developing and playing a lot of matches to be ready for a spring because uh, this year we have a tough schedule. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward and really working hard, and hopefully we can do big things next next semester. As we look at uh, this tournament that's coming up, who is your partner that you're going to be playing doubles with and then in the team to try to advance, and, and how do you guys work together, and have you played much with the, with your partner? So I'm playing with a Dutch guy. Uh, his name is Kivan. He's a freshman. Um, I I I know Kivan since since we were like ten years old. So it's a bit different for us. We know each other really good, and and yeah, uh, I'm gonna try to help him, and and we're gonna try to win the tournament. So, so it's gonna be really special. So if you've known him since ten years old, how much of an advantage do you think that will be playing as a doubles team with him? I think it will be a big advantage because. Um, he knows he can he can tell me everything, and I know I can tell him everything. And, and we've already played doubles before, so I think we have a we have an advantage on the other teams on that. Coming from uh, Belgium, and and I don't know a lot uh, from where you came from. Can you tell us what it was like uh, coming here to Boise, Idaho, culturally? A- any big changes that you had to get used to? No, not really. Uh, Boise is a really nice place. Uh, lovely people. Everybody helped me so much. And yeah, from the first day here, I really loved it. My teammates, my coaches, and yeah, it was it was not it was not a difficult transition. Let me say it like that. You're um, you mentioned that you you want to play professional tennis. Um, do you see yourself staying for four, four full years uh, here at Boise State, or is this something that if you see your game getting to the point where you're good enough that uh, you'll forego some of that time in college to move to the pros? Um, yeah, now I'm, my goal is just to finish the four years. Um, 
because I'm just seeing it step by step. Uh, I try to develop good, to play good, and and I don't think a lot about the future yet. So I'm just focusing on now and, and what the future brings. Yeah. What, yet, but re- repeating as champions is always hard, Idris. So what does the team need to do to be able to get the Mountain West Championship trophy again this year? I think we have a really good team. Um, a lot of players that play with passion, and I think we have a big chance to win it again. I'm pretty sure we will do it again and uh, I think just everybody needs to work hard and trust each other and then it will all all be good a lot of people set goals for the year um, and I'm talking here personal not team goals is there any personal goals that you have set for this upcoming season um, some goals that I set are are, um, are match wise like for example in 80% of my matches um, try to be a good example for 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 the new freshman and yeah stuff like that. Idris Hadouche, member of the Boise State tennis team, uh, thank you for very much for spending some time with us. Um, glad you're enjoying Boise and uh, good luck on the upcoming season. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. KBY News Time is 8.53. We will uh, take a break. When we come back, we'll look ahead to the rest of the week and what's going on with uh, Bob, broadcasting, football, and more all on the way next. Your home of the Broncos for 50 years. 670 KBOI, Boise. 93.1 KBOI-FM, New Plymouth. News Talk, KBOI. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. Twelve days of searching, but still no capture of the inmate who has eluded authorities since he slipped out of a Pennsylvania prison nearly two weeks ago. State Police Lieutenant Colonel George Bivens defending the 500 law enforcement officers who continue looking for Danilo Cavalcante in the woods of eastern Pennsylvania. Anytime you're in an area like this, there uh, you can imagine if you went out and took a several square mile area and had to try and find a single person who is trying to hide. Uh, it's a challenge. And Cavalcante is believed to have stolen a 22 caliber rifle and a scope. He has been spotted several times by homeowners who've been told to lock their doors and windows. The FDA has greenlit the next round of COVID-19 boosters, which could be at pharmacies and in doctor's offices by the end of the week. ABC's Ariel Reshev says once the CDC signs off, anyone over age six months should be eligible. The FDA says it is confident in the safety and effectiveness of these vaccines and that the benefits outweigh any risks. The agency adding that the vaccines are a good match for protecting against currently circulating COVID variants. These shots are designed to protect against severe disease and death, especially important for those at high risk, like individuals who are elderly or immunocompromised. Meantime, the great return to office debate rages on. Workers wanting to stay at home, but bosses wanting them back in the office. A bank rate survey of 2,000 adults suggests that 68% prefer a hybrid work schedule. Some days in the office, some at home. But Amazon CEO Andy Jassy, for one, says face-to-face interactions with co-workers build the company culture. Throwing a hitch into the whole debate, the current uptick in COVID-19 cases. ABC's Jim Ryan. Emergency workers at eastern Libya have uncovered hundreds of bodies in the wreckage of severe flooding. 10,000 people are still reported missing as floodwaters in the city of Derna smashed through dams and washed away entire neighborhoods. The Dow is down 39 points. You're listening to ABC News. And Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
66 degrees in downtown Boise. We have uh, reached out to our winner of our Boise State tickets for this coming Saturday. So if you were one of the people that texted us over the last hour, check your texts right now. We need some information from you. Over 100 people who texted? Yes, over 100 people texted in to win the Broncos tickets this morning. So... Uh, thanks to everybody who uh, texted in. If you are not one of the winners, don't forget that wasn't your last chance to get your tickets. We have more than anybody else. And Nate Shellman will have some this afternoon. Five o'clock hour? Is that what you said? Yes. Listen in, five yes. o'clock hour? Yes. You During also. My show this afternoon that I'll also be hosting. You also have uh, WWE, another chance to win WWE tickets. Is that's that, what is that my, true? That's what my folder says. Uh-huh. Well, I haven't touched them. I didn't touch the ones this morning. You actually look at me gave the, them. Look at me in the face. Look at, look at me. Look, no, maintain eye contact. Tell me you've never taken prizes out of my folder. Mike? So Mike, our phone lines are open at 208-336-3700. As you can tell, Nate hmm. Shellman is filling in for Chris Walton again today. Who was feeling under the weather. We're getting some uh, getting some uh, complaints, by the way. What? Got a, got a message here. We never get complaints when you're I get not a, filling in. I get a message here that says it's time to change the name of the morning show from Casper and Chris to just the KBOI morning show. Either Mike or Chris seem like they're gone as much as they are there. <laughs> oh, God. From Shannon. Now, Shannon, I couldn't agree more. Chris has actual real... Uh, Chris has a real excuse... Unlike Mike, who uses every excuse possible. I have two excuses. There's only two excuses you'll ever see me use. Golf. Golf is one, yes. Uh And I have reached my lifelong goal of being a show pony. So when my wife says, you you have to travel with me here. More like pack mule. You have to travel (laughs) with me here. I pack my stuff and I do (laughs) like I'm told. Show pony, jackass, whatever. <laughs> Ed, Ed, uh, Eddie. Yeah. Ed, I don't know if Ed meant to send this to you or me. Ed says, "Let me get this straight. We have three hours, five days a week of Shellman. The show's actually four hours long, but that's okay. We have three hours, five days a week of Shellman. Then we have to suffer with him pontificating about Ooh. football for hours, Ooh. and now this. It's like Night of the Living Dead of radio." Not sure. I'm a little confused. That didn't seem like a compliment. No. Okay. But we're changing. We're changing the name of the station from News Talk to Nate Talk KBOI. <laughs> we were going to change it to Jew Talk KBOI with uh, with Shapiro, Levin, myself. We were going to do that, but apparently the lawyers said no. <laughs> no. I'm only half Jewish. I didn't count. You're half Catholic also. Yes. Yes. Don't ask me which half. The good half. Just the good half. (laughs) By the way, I did hear back. Ben Her Ella. Ben Her? Ben Her Ella. Ben Her. Ben Her is our winner of our tickets to the Boise State Broncos this weekend. So congratulations. Uh, We'll get some, uh, get you. Uh, your tickets, they are here at the studios. Once again, you must pick up your tickets if you win your Boise State tickets before 5 p.m. on Friday. All right? They are actual real tickets, so you must come here to the station to pick them up. People are confused. It's like, what? Real ticket? Like, yeah, like paper? I, like I have to hold them in my hand? We I'm- killed a tree for you. <laughs> 
Uh, a little bit earlier this morning, and now I, I, I'm curious now how, com- how it compares with the phone calls we got a little bit earlier this morning. We were talking about the fight going on between, between Meridian City Council and Idaho Transportation Department of the speed limit on Eagle Road, which, by the way, officially called Highway 55. I mean... What are you traveling right now? If you if you are on Eagle Road right now, what's the fastest you are traveling on Eagle Road right now? So this morning in the 7 o'clock hour, I was shocked to find out every single person that called us had traveled at least 50 or more miles an hour in the 7 a.m. hour this hey, one, morning. One guy called in and said he hit 60 at 4 a.m., which, okay. I've done that. You've done that on Eagle. No, excuse me, sir. I have only done the speed limit. Do we need to go that story about taking somebody to the airport? On the city streets, I have only done the speed. I have only done the speed limit. I mean, yeah, I did. I I did get pulled over for doing ninety-five with a connector, but um, I had Elizabeth in the car, and I was trying to get her out. So I, I mean, I was trying to get her to the airport. So. Uh, and maybe I've hit 95 or higher on uh, on 84 past uh, Caldwell. If you were going that fast, you were probably getting passed. Yeah. I got passed by a freaking hybrid. If you are in Eagle Road right now, we want to hear from you. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, you can text us as long as you're not driving. Don't going the speed of smell. Have... <laughs> Hand the phone over to somebody else in the car. Don't text us this morning and tell us how fast you're going. I'm just curious, the difference between 7 and 9 o'clock hour as far as the speed limit is. And also, here's the other thing we'd love to hear from you, too. Do you think the speed limit should be slower? Should it be 35? Should it be 45? Should it not still continue to be 55 miles per hour? The whole idea is confusing. If the speed limit is 55, then just... Go 55. If, if you want people to slow down, then lower the speed limit. Don't post the speed limit at 55 and then put out another sign just because you, you like artwork and signs and say, we suggest you do 45. That is one of the ITD proposals, by the way. That is the dumbest idea I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. It doesn't change the, the the speed limit. It just says, we suggest you go 45 miles per hour. It's a suggestion. You don't see a Weight Watchers right next to the Chinese buffet. <laughs> it's you, a suggestion. You don't do that. We um, Watch what you eat, but wow, here's all you can eat next door. I wanted to quickly mention this so that you can start making your plans uh, because we got some Wonderful news yesterday for those of you who have just been waiting for it. Cut six, please. The FDA on Monday gave the green light to the updated COVID booster vaccine that's formulated against the current Omicron subvariants. The next step is for approval by the CDC, which is expected in the coming days. Shots would then be available to Americans this week, as soon as they're delivered to pharmacies and health care providers. The FDA authorized the shot for ages six months and older. According to recent data, it appears the updated booster shots will work well against all currently circulating subvariants and will especially protect against severe disease and death in particular for people who are elderly or immune compromised (sighs) thank god i have been waiting to get this new booster just waiting for the fda to give us clearance so that i can make my appointment and it sounds like uh this week can't wait (laughs) it's you know 
this news story for me is like the iPhone 15. (laughs) It really is. Hey, something else is coming out that I'm not going to get. Wow, cool. (laughs) Look at this new product that is really completely unnecessary, but it's new. Go ahead. There's two of us. And once again, I'm going to say the same thing that I have said for the past three years. You want to get the shot, get the shot. If you don't want to get the shot, don't get the shot. Unless there's a Taylor Swift booster version, <laughs> in which case some people might get it. Are, are you going to get the shot? I'm just, quick, easy question. With the new variant, and there's more people in the hospital, more people dying of the new variant. FDA is putting this out. Is You know, you would think now, after three and a half years, perfectly safe. They said they've done extensive testing on it. Look at the fantastic track record they have with guessing which flu is, <laughs> is, is doing well. Uh, so I'm just curious as as to that. I feel the same way about the COVID shot as I do about the Barbie movie being released. Huh? Huh? I'm sure somebody will get it. I'm not seeing it. Uh, I was just going to ask, but have you seen it? No. Okay. You have? I was forced to. My wife made me go to the movie. Do you make any, honestly, do you even have a reason to go to the men's room anymore? Yeah, my wife. Honestly, seriously, my <laughs> wife is out of the time, out of town half the time. I get to make all the decisions while she's gone. So when she comes am, home, she just hates you. I am the king of my castle <laughs> while, when she's gone. We're going to see the Barbie movie. <laughs> yes. Did you lose a bet? <laughs> By the way, it was her second time seeing it when she. she That's fine. She's a girl. It was a ridiculous movie, but it was funny, and the star of the movie is worth it. Just. Seeing her. Was there a scene in it like Wolf of Wall Street? No, no not, I don't think not quite, so. Not quite that good. No. 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 Uh, we'll take a break. Phone lines open 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. With enough Barbies. I know better. If you want to email us, you can email us, mike at kboi.com. And Nate at kboi.com. Chris is out today. Uh, phone lines are open. You can also text the same as our main number, 208-336-3700. Listen to KBOI online. Go to kboi.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham issuing a 30-day ban on carrying firearms in Albuquerque and its surrounding county. That order suspending both open and concealed carry, excluding law enforcement and licensed security. The governor saying no one in New Mexico, and particularly Albuquerque, is safe, but enforcing this ban will be a challenge. The chief of police says he won't, and the county sheriff said he has his reservations. It's a great idea. It's, it's for public health it's a fantastic and public safety. Idea. Only government and government-approved people should be able to carry firearms. This is exactly what we need to go to. This is exactly what we need to have. How can it not work? If you don't have people carrying firearms, if if you're not allowed to carry firearms, nobody's going to be able to shoot anybody unless you're a police officer or a security guard. While we're at it, while we're at it, let's stop questioning the government. Yeah. I mean, she said it. She is doing it. For public safety. No, she actually said nobody's safe. She said no one is safe. Lady, you're in charge. No one's safe? The uh, sheriff made a comment yesterday. Take a listen. The Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. While I understand the urgency, the temporary ban challenges the foundations of our Constitution... But most importantly, 
it is unconstitutional. My oath was to protect the Constitution, and that is what I will do. The governor made it clear in her press conference. She knew we as law enforcement did not agree with the order, and as a result, this was solely her decision. Other than this ban being unconstitutional, here are other reasons why I will not enforce the order. One, what many forget, is I have enough violence here in Bernalillo County. I do not want to have political violence towards my deputies or here in Bernalillo County. My job is to keep the peace and to make sure that the citizens of Bernalillo County are safe and I do not believe that this order will help me do so. I'm a law enforcement professional. This order will not do anything to curb gun violence other than punish law-abiding citizens from their constitutional right to self-defense. It is quite irritating for me to see how this 30-day ban completely overshadowed the robust conversations that we had with the governor in the office on what we are going to do to curb gun violence and for people to stop being victims. I am requ respectfully requesting as an elected official to please consider a special session to specifically address crime, not just in Bernalillo County, but for the state of New Mexico. I will also be con contacting federal entities such as the FBI and the U.S. Attorney to assist us and make sure we work as a team to curb gun violence and so many other crimes that we see in Bernalillo County. The only thing I wish is, I wish he wouldn't have sugarcoated how he feels about the law. Not only is it unconstitutional, let me tell you why else this idea sucks. <laughs> and basically, that's what he said. Let me, let me, let me tell if the, the whole constitutional reason didn't make sense for you, here's what happens when you take the ability for someone to protect themselves away from an innocent person. It allows the criminals, who apparently don't read the signs, they don't read the they, laws. What? They don't follow law when... Well, I, I think it's because they don't Nate. read. I, you know, I'm I've been known to paint with broad brushes. If he just looks at it in a different mindset, since this is a public health emergency, maybe this is a thirty day flatten the curve crime uh, crime tamp that that they that basically it's a timeout. What they ought to do is shut down New Mexico. That's yeah. what they ought to do. Yeah. They ought to close, Just close all the businesses, close all the everything. schools. Say, if you stay home, nobody's going to get shot. Yeah, yeah. Wear masks. The criminals it, already do. It, it Wear worked masks. For COVID. It yeah. worked for COVID. Sure. The interesting part of that interview, as as you as you heard that, that is the sheriff talking about having a meeting with the governor and already telling her how stupid this idea was, and the governor completely ignoring that and putting it this emergency order in place well sure they're going to do what they're going to do you can disagree with somebody hey governor this is a bad idea i heard what you said and i disagree i'm going to do it anyway what does the governor do now i mean she's she's made this emergency law for the next 30 days but it's not going to be enforced well they're on new mexico mike and i don't know if you know this about new mexico but uh there's also a rule that says you can't enter the country illegally <laughs> but you know they, they seem to be welcoming them in mass so you know, rules are, it's, it's kind of like whose line is it anyway. You know, the, the rules don't matter. The laws are, are here to break or follow. It's, it's really a crapshoot. As a, as a governor, you've basically been made, uh, for lack of a better term, impotent by your police force when you put a, a law like this 
I mean, what do you do now? How do you backpedal, or do you just sit there, grit your teeth, and go, oh, I'm still going to keep it in force for 30 days, even though it's not really going to do anything, because no, nobody out there is enforcing it for me. I guarantee you they're, they're, that she's going to say something else that's going to drive me equally as nuts. As we're pushing a conversation. We're pushing a narrative. We're, we're having a discussion. We're having a talk. That's what meetings are for. And not, that's not what laws are for. Laws are for laws that you make rules for people to obey or not obey and rules, laws that even your own law enforcement officials in your own state don't want to follow. You've you've lost you've lost respect. You've lost any accountability you might have. You've you've lost any 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 enforcement votes. No, it's New Mexico. It's a Democrat state. But that's the thing that I think people forget is Democrats Sorry. also believe in the Second Amendment. Two two cities are Democrat cities. Santa Fe right, and Albuquerque right, right. Are, are are Democrat cities in New Mexico. The rest of New Mexico is quite conservative. Everybody, it, everybody, it's weird though. Everybody thinks, oh, it, it, you know, it's gun control. Uh, all Democrats are, you know, for stopping gun violence by doing something like the governor did. That's not true. I mean, Democrats also believe in the Second Amendment. Democrats also own guns. It, it, you know, that's a, a completely false narrative that, you know, some people think that only Republicans and conservatives own guns and believe in the Second Amendment. Can they still have a stick? Well, it depends on because... Size of the stick. Size of the stick. And also, a stick can be dangerous, so there probably should be a 30-day... Emergency law to cause safety for Go people to an isotopes hit. game, grab a bat. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Your thoughts, you want to weigh in? You can also email Nate at KBOI.com and Mike at KBOI.com. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Do not Tonight, protesters publicly carrying firearms defying a 30-day ban by New Mexico's governor as Albuquerque reels from the shooting deaths of two children. It is time to declare an end to this kind of violence. It is, in fact, an epidemic. The emergency public health order by Democrat Michelle Lujan Grisham suspending both open and concealed guns, excluding law enforcement and licensed security. No one right now in New Mexico, and particularly now Albuquerque, is safe at a movie theater, at a park, at a school, at a grocery store, at an isotopes game. That's where authorities say 11-year-old Froilan Viegas was killed and a woman critically injured in a drive-by shooting just last week. I... It's a road rage shooting, by the way. An 11-year-old boy was shot in a uh, suspected road rage shooting, and that's what pushed the governor over the top. And those are all horrible things to happen. Yes. Nobody, I don't, nobody is arguing that. No, no one's saying that you you should have the right to murder people. No. No one's saying you should have a firearm to commit a crime. As a matter of fact, maybe they should make a law in uh, Albuquerque that you're not allowed to murder people. Oh, wait. Yeah. There, is a, there is a law. I wonder if Second Amendment, uh, NRA, Second Amendment champions, believers, I, I, fans, I, 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 I mean, I carry a gun, but I, I don't know how, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm part of enough teams. 
I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if there there's going to be a pilgrimage to Albuquerque for more than the, just the residents of New Mexico. Right. The good news is, I mean, we played the audio from the sheriff saying he will not uphold the ban. Mm-hmm. I mean, the sheriff is not a gun nut. You know what the things that he said in that. You can say, oh, that's just a gun nut going off against this emergency. This is an emergency. The problem is, when you when you use an emergency as a way to ignore the Constitution, where does it stop? September 1st, there was a, uh, a 32-year-old that was booked on three counts of first-degree murder, tampering with evidence, and shooting at or from a motor vehicle. Two men and one woman were found with a gunshot in an apartment around 5 a.m. in Albuquerque. After an apparent drug deal. Guess what else is illegal? Are drugs illegal in New Mexico? Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not as bad as Oregon. I thought this was the wild, wild west. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone, 1-800-529-KBOI. Gary and Napa listening on 670 AM this morning. Good morning. Yes, it's interesting when the governor started citing specific places people weren't safe, they were almost all typically no-carry zones, theaters, schools. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. How many, How many? Uh, if you don't mind, do you have a firearm? No, I do not. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it's not a, that I'm opposed to them. That's certainly not the case. Listen, it's your it's your life. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying you're less than. It's it's your choice. You know, for you, no, you, I, you, you I do yours for whatever reason. You know, my I've always been predominantly a target shooter when I've had guns or or had access to them, and I've shot a 50 caliber machine gun, and those are really cool. But you know, I'm not going to own one. Yeah, they're difficult they're to they're they're they're, they're kind of difficult to buy and, and you know conceal also, and also expensive not just to buy but to get the permits to do even. You really want to get attention at a concert? Try to walk one of those through. <laughs> sure. Even if you bought it on the black market or something, the ammo is outrageously expensive. You could just say that in general. Ammo is outrageously yeah. expensive. But yeah, fifty cal ammo is expensive. Thank you, thank you for the call, Gary. Steve in Caldwell makes a fantastic point. Okay, if road rage, as the governor said, is what set this in motion, why are people still allowed to drive in New Mexico? Maybe they should do a suggested uh, speed limit in New Mexico in, in, instead of. You're, instead of the posted speed limit, maybe the governor ought to suggest ways to curb your your rage when somebody cuts you off or doesn't let you into traffic or passes you. You know, maybe they should have the governor's tips. I'm sure they have those reader boards that we do here that are full of fantastic yeah. knowledge. <laughs> uh, yeah, if 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 you experiencing rage, call call a line, pray the rosary. Uh, don't let you know. L- l- Give out the KBOI app, and, and, and they can listen to us in Idaho. Would the sheriff 
Because driving is a privilege. It's not a right guaranteed by the Constitution. Would the sheriff have come out and said, I am not going to enforce this, as if she had come out and said, because of the road rage incidents and people shooting in cars, um, for the next 30 days, nobody is allowed to drive in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Talk about a public health emergency. You know, except for emergency prepared, except for law yeah, enforcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bus drivers. I mean, you can't you can't do the whole license holder there, because mm, I would argue that most people in in New Mexico have a driver's license. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, of course, but you don't get to pull them over just because they're driving a car, right? Mike writes in, uh, why not go the other way? Turn it around. How about all the legal gun-toting good citizens make an effort of their own to root out the bad guys carrying guns? Put a bounty on the bad guys, dead or alive, (laughs) just like they used to do when guns became a problem in the 1800s. Yeah, the whole bounty thing. Talk about going the other way. (laughs) Yeah. You're... You're not wanted. I mean, they're not guilty just because they're uh, uh, suspicious. But I know what you're saying. Yeah. There's a way to word it. People in neighborhoods where crime is happening know where the crime is happening. They can probably narrow it down to at least the house or number of houses. And then anybody who stops by that house could be a suspect, but that doesn't mean they're committing a crime. Because those, uh, and, and not to be silly, but those people also order pizza delivery. Yeah. Here's a fun, fun fact from uh, TJ. I didn't know this, and maybe you did. Do you know Canyon County has the most gun owners per capita in the entire United States? I don't know how TJ got that number, seeing as they don't have to register. It's a, is, is, that, it, is that a guess? Yeah. yeah. TJ, where'd you get that info? Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me to know that because Canyon County is also the most conservative county in the United States. I will say I see more open carry in Canyon County than I do the, the, where I've noticed anywhere else in Idaho. I've seen more people open carry in Canyon County than I have not. But that doesn't mean that just because I don't see it, they don't have a, a gun on them. DH writes in, uh, email Mike at KBY.com. Gentlemen, just like old Mexico, New Mexico is creating a haven for criminals by announcing that it will be unlawful for you to carry guns for 30 days. That's almost an invitation for every bad guy around the state to feel emboldened and operate with confidence that people will not be able to defend themselves during this time. So I'm horrified that there will be an uptick in crime because of this and not... Uh, a downtick. You're looking at it the wrong way. See, if the governor puts a 30-day moratorium on carrying a guns, that also would apply to the criminals, and the criminals wouldn't be allowed to carry a gun, either open or concealed. I think that's what people forget. They, th- they think that, right. that the criminals are just going to ignore the law. Yes. And we know criminals don't ignore laws. Evil exists. It doesn't. It, evil does not know one uh, you know, the city different from country, uh, north from south, east from west, Democrat, Republican, Jew or Gentile. Evil exists. Period. Period. It doesn't know race. It doesn't know national origin. It doesn't know. Evil exists. 
Now, there'd be a fantastic law if they could just get rid of evil or get rid of crazy, get rid of homicidal people or homicidal tendencies. You know, the, the whole idea of minority report where you could, you know, find out who's going to commit the crime before they actually commit it and stop them right before they commit the crime. It's a fantastic idea, but it's not reality. It's not reality. And I hate to treat everybody as suspicious, and that's, you know, why you should have the ability to protect yourself. The right to keep and bear arms comes from the right of the people to protect themselves from an overbearing government, not just criminals. And in this case, what is the government doing? Taking away guns from everybody except becoming an overbearing government, yeah, right? Except law enforcement and uh, licensed security. Great. No, no offense to the mall cops out there. I'm sure you're all fine, wonderful, outstanding people. But you know what? when I see them come face-to-face with an actual criminal, I feel bad for the mall cops. I do. Because the criminals, more often than not, are high on something or desperate or crazy enough to not care. Text message says, If evil exists, why add a firearm to the mix? I think Nate just explained, explained that. The firearms for everybody. The right to keep and bear arms. The right of the people. Doesn't doesn't just side on good and evil. It's the right of the good to be able to protect themselves from evil, from overbearing. It, it, that's God given. And you know what? If and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, if if you could tell me a single law that would guarantee nobody would be shot, nobody would be a victim of a firearm crime, I would be 100% in favor of it. I would. I don't, I don't think you could say, if, if that were true, there would be anybody that would say, no, yeah, well, wait a minute. But if you're right, if you could guarantee that not one single person would ever, in the rest of mankind's history, be harmed, and that law is provable to be able to protect that person. I don't. You'd be hard pressed to find anybody would say, "Well, you know, I I know no one will die, but I I think this governor has good intentions." And people get mad when I say that stuff. I I I, I listen. She's the governor of a state. How could she not care about an eleven-year-old being shot? How could she not care about so many people being shot? How, she cares. But I also remember something about what the road to hell was paved with. (laughs) Good intentions. Thoughts real quickly before we go to break. This is day number two. Does she uphold the emergency order for the full 30 days? Unless she's the one writing the tickets, no. All right. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 9.50, Chris Walton out. Uh, hopefully we'll be back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Why do you say hopefully? Because I don't want you to turn into Joe Biden after about three days of getting up really early in the morning, helping to co-host this show and then hosting your own show in the afternoon. By Thursday, if you're having to co-host, you're, you're not going to know what you're saying on your show anymore. What makes you think I don't? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you sound a little more coherent than uh, Biden did in 
Vietnam I, I, this weekend. I, I already know what I'm talking about this afternoon. Um, yeah, this is an interesting subject. Mike gets mad at me, by the way. Mike gets mad at me when news breaks right at the end of Morning Drive <laughs> or when news breaks right at 10.02. Or I, I, even even in the afternoon, I'm going, oh, this will be great for tomorrow morning. I'll tune into Nature and I go, son of a... He's... Talking about it. Talking about it. It's why we, it's good to have a live local you know, bookends bookends of the uh, of the spectrum. Live local morning show, live local afternoon show. Tell them what you're going to be talking about because people are going to want to tune in this afternoon to uh, give their two, four, or eight cents on this. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. That's exactly what we want to know, the answers. I believe the president would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. Hmm. That's Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Well, hold on a second. He's not done. House Republicans have uncovered serious and credible allegations into President Biden's conduct. Taken together, these allegations paint a picture of a culture of corruption. Huh. Huh. Well, what are you going to do about it? These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. That's why today I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Oh, you didn't think it was just going to be a one-sided uh, go after Trump for the, uh, for the next year, did you? No. It's only a matter of time. Started with Hunter. And a number of people call the number of people call this show, number of people call the afternoon show, and they they'd say the same same tire thing. If you want to investigate Hunter Biden, by all means, investigate Hunter Biden. Investigate Hunter Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's not the president. Hunter Biden's not the president. Um well, apparently they have witnesses who place Joe Biden on conversations dinners, deal-making, according to Kevin McCarthy. You you better have more proof than what we have seen so far. This is my, just my opinion. Um, I, didn't, I didn't believe that Trump should have been impeached, and I don't be, believe we're at the point where Biden should be impeached, especially where you go, hey, you did it to Trump, so we're going to do it. Because if they want to, they can get an impeachment through the House. Uh, GOP. Ask if there's enough evidence to impeach Biden. Senator Shelley Moore of uh, West Virginia, another member of the Senate GOP leadership team, replied, I do not. Senator Marco Rubio, for his part, said attempting to impeach a sitting president should generally be avoided for the interest of the company. That came out just six hours ago. Those are two Republican senators Uh who have said that impeachment at this point is not going to happen. I mean, he can be impeached, but he's not going to be found guilty in the senate if you have republicans who don't even believe that he should be impeached as of right now i don't i don't based on the evidence that i've heard so far i think there's some hinky stuff going on i haven't heard any hard evidence evidence that at at yet deems impeachment is needed and 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 let me for those of you that are in your car right now or listening to us uh you're rolling your eyes at Mike Casper saying that don't don't take that lightly. You can't a, a proper defense isn't oh come on. You got to know. No, you got to no. be able to prove it. Prove it. Yeah. It's not what you know, it's what you can prove. 
You know, we, we, we don't win court cases on gut instincts. Court cases are based on proof, evidence. Now, I, I know that I've had a difficulty getting a loan. I don't have a crack problem. But you mean to tell me that the, uh, that the, that the, that the crackhead son all of a sudden is getting million dollar deals, 500,000 paintings, $500,000 paintings sold, and he's on a gas board in Europe? Ah! You know, when he's not on crack, he might be the smartest guy in the world. Or maybe not. There's a conversation uh, coming up this afternoon. Nate Shumman Show. So for those of you listening right now, you want to weigh in. Uh, we're out of time for today. But he will be talking about that coming up this afternoon. Also more Bronco tickets later this afternoon. And we will have more Bronco tickets tomorrow.